It's time for Matters of the Universe. It's me, Orko. You might know me as the Flying Purple Scarf. Ah, boy, guys, this episode's a real humdoozer. It's the Diamond Ray of Disappearance. Oh, boy, does this suck. It's a real crap show. Oh, and this episode has a special episode of episodes. Oh, boy. Orko drinks. <sighs> anyway, stick around for a great interview with Cringer. He's a good friend of mine. He's real nice. But now, two hunks that He-Man would love to get on a jet ski. Matt and Matt! Welcome to Matters of the Universe, Episode 4. The Diamond Ray of Disappearance. I'm Matt Noss. Across from me is Matt Rose. How are you, Maddie? I'm I, I'm glad that you actually let a little romance into this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am doing uh, just fine, Matt. How are you? I'm and doing also well. uh, hello, potential employers. <laughs> uh, behind the wheels of steel and everything contraption, the man at arms to our Tila. Uh, <laughs> please welcome Eric Hanky. Hey guys. Hey, how many more of these are there? Too many. Ooh. All right. I think 61. <laughs> oh, my God. We cannot do a full year of this. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, the backdoor pilot has become the front door pilot. <laughs> and Matters of the Universe is taking the world by storm. This episode, the Diamond Ray of Disappearance. Uh, it's um, It's an episode, all right. It had a new intro. Mm-hmm. Um, it did. It um, when we were when we were discussing this last week. Um, this was apparently the first um, to air. Which well, made, this one aired before the or this one was supposed to air first. I think, but aired. Actually, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, apparently, yeah. Apparently, it was uh, the fourth to be produced, but the first to air. All right. Well, I think we're watching it in production order. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are. Yeah. Um, so the the intro was a little different. Um, yep. Uh, instead of the individual man at arms uh, battle, Orko, uh, Orko and Sorceress it had them all together, and then did the individual which for was, the yeah, which was kind of weird. Like I made a face, and I know Matt saw the face where I was like, "Huh." Um. So this episode, uh, the Diamond Ray of Disappearance, could also be called, hey, we have a lot of action figures. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, much like last week's episode, The Disappearing Act, um, this episode, you know, this is the, th- there's so much stupid magic involving disappearing because <laughs> I think almost every episode we've done has something. The only one we've done that didn't have disappearing was, was the, the Cosmic Comet. Comet. Yeah. yeah. Everything else has had at some point making things disappear. Well, why don't they just outlaw fucking magic at this point? Seriously. Yep. Just, hey, Orko, sorry, chopping block. Or stop doing magic, one or the other, but probably chopping block because he. I can't even clean his goddamn room without magic. So, <laughs> well, you'll never believe what animation cells got reused on this one All as we them? open on Snake Mountain exactly <laughs> the same way yep. as the previous episode. And, and we go to the Skeletor Command Center. Yeah. Exactly like the, the throne previous room, episode. 
And we have him holding something in his hand. This time, not a helmet, but a box. A box. A box. The diamond ray of disappearance. Well, just the diamond of disappearance. The ray is is what the diamond gives off. That is yeah. correct. Yeah, I just I felt that I had to clarify. <laughs> Skeletor and Beastman are having what I like to call good employee relationships. Sitting around the most metal conference room table. Mm-hmm. Also, I've noticed that in the past few episodes, Skeletor or He-Man call Beastman Furface. Yes. Why you got to do that? It's rude. Why it you got to hate it? It is. I mean, like, well, let's face it, though. This show is not exactly subtle. If they had a guy that was kind of chunky, they would have called him Fat Sore. Chunkor. Let me see if I can recreate the conversation uh, that that happens between Skeletor and Beastman. Draw Skeletor, what is that? Ow, you idiot. It's the diamond of disappearance. If you look at its ray, uh, you'll disappear forever. I'm going to use it on He-Man. Why why would you want to do that? Touch the thing. (laughs) So uh, they just... What what the conversation was a lot more like was... uh, Not to to neg you again, but sorry. (laughs) Um, Uh, Actually... (laughs) Sorry, Matt. Um, no, uh, because when he, when he talks about how he's going to, um, use the beam, that's when Beastman says, and then Eternia is ours. <laughs> and that's when Skeletor is like, ours fair face. Like, Jesus Christ, dial it back. Yeah. Um, I do not like to share, Matt. <laughs> I am Skeletor. I'm the evilest. It's my thing, man. Yet there's a, a trend that's established here uh, that I picked up on is that you know Skeletor he 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 comes up with these schemes and he has these contraptions these mm-hmm. these inventions what what have you he really shits on on Beastman yet he really entrusts Beastman's tech skills to operate all of it right like mm-hmm. he's the one guy out of the whole well maybe aside from Orko out of the whole show that I probably wouldn't trust with it he yeah. always does which i mm-hmm. think is uh pretty forward thinking of of uh of skeletor well skeletor's so- the mouth beast man's the arms of the operation <laughs> <laughs> because who found um oh shit what was the second episode <laughs> uh, uh the the cabinet the magic one oh the um the wand or whatever yes. they had who found that? Beastman. Yeah. Beastman oh, and yeah. Lynn on a weekend getaway. They found it. At the that. crystal. At the crystal sea yep. or whatever it was. Um, yeah. No. They found it. Did Skeletor mm-hmm. find it? No. Of course not. He couldn't find his ass with both hands and a map. Beastman gets shit done. He does. Who always fucks up in the end? Skeletor. Skeletor right. blows it. He's <laughs> just. Ugh. I think I know the reason why. Skeletor gets rock hard when he's about to complete a plan <laughs> and all the blood leaves his skull yeah. head, yeah. <laughs> which has so precious little blood right? Uh, that he ends up blowing it. Uh, he orders Beastman to sound the alarm or sound the communication. Use some kind of device to so call base- forth his villains. So basically, there is a face hugger with big eyes 
that Beastman just touches the face up. <laughs> I know that thing was kind of terrifying looking. That was real creepy. Yeah, that like that thing. I, I looked at that and I was like, whoa. Thing's nightmare fuel for five year olds. That thing is awesome. Oh, I can tell you why I I don't like horror movies or metal music. <laughs> and it's he <it's> man. <laughs> um, so he touches that, and he just like it was really weird. He just kind of puts his hand on the face, where and I was like, he, "What? What is going on? Is he going to put its hand in his mouth? What is what is he going to do?" And then it just the, the face starts glowing. Mm-hmm. Beams are happening. And then we get to meet the rogues gallery yeah. of Skeletor. Half of the Sears wish book catalog of 1983. <laughs> exactly. So, Merman, master of the sea and rivers and wet stuff. Puddles in the driveway. <laughs> we see Merman wrestling an alligator? It was an alligator or it was a dolphin. I don't remember. It was one or the other where it's like, you're the king of water stuff. Well, Why are you wrestling an alligator? I guess, I guess that just means that he can fight fish really well. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently his dominance has not been completely communicated to the underwater community. Well, then a Star Trek warp thing uh, goes around him. And beams him yep. back to Snake Mountain. Cut, Cut to, to Evelyn. She's on top of a mountain. mountain. And there's lightning or something. And she just... Let's be honest. Like I think that it's it's pretty safe to say that Evelyn has resting bitch face. Hmm. This scene is no exception. Yep. She does not look amused with whatever is going on on top of this mountain. Evelyn has her own thing going on, and Skeletor is fucking up her program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evelyn, aka Purple Tila. <laughs> yes, Triclops, whose gamma vision can see through things. No, see around <laughs> like things. I Where I down. like, I heard that, and I was like, see around, see around things. No. If anything, he's the master of non-depth perception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's got <laughs> calling him Triclops is kind of inaccurate. Does he have three eyes? Yeah. Does he have them all looking in the same direction? No. No. So, uh, Triclops, um, more like three Cyclops, but whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, he just has like a rotating eye. Well, that is my question, actually. Is he supposedly seeing through all three eyes at once? No. No. Okay. Just okay. looking forward. Because if that was the case, then He-Man wouldn't have been able to have snuck up on him. But mm. what, so uh, also, Triclops looks a lot like Liam Neeson in Crawl. <laughs> he does with that haircut. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, look, yeah. and uh, Liam Neeson plays a Cyclops in Crawl. Uh-huh. There you go. Trapjaw, master of weapons, weapons and, and eating <laughs> metal with his strong steel jaw. Kind of attack on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. real attack on. Uh, what else can well, we do? Here? I mean, like they're talking about all the like crazy things that his that his weapons can do, and they're like, we should probably explain the jaw, yeah. <laughs> hence the name. Also, yes. also, yeah, he's got a metal jaw. I know, guys. Yeah. I get tired. All right, <laughs> let's do this. Trap jaw sounds a lot better than accessory hand. <laughs> it does. It does. Um. Well, and he's got a lot of a lot of accessories. So, yeah. no, uh, Evil Lynn hears Skeletor's plan and is like, 
hey, is this going to work? Is it going to work this time, Dum Dum? Because uh, <laughs> not really impressed with any of your nope. plans so far. Well, and then... Um, yeah, think about it. When it aired, you don't know that shit doesn't work all the time, right? Yeah. Since well, I mean... Kind of the pilot. I mean, it's not... Well, yeah, true. True. True, 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 true. True. Um, <laughs> Merman is unintelligible. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, because, I mean, it sounds like he is gargling always forever. Yeah, I mean, it. I, I was going to drink I was going to drink some of my beer and then gargle it. And then I was like, I'm not going to waste my beer. No. <laughs> All right. And, and, and Triclops just sounds like he sounds like the most wooden guy on earth. Like, I would like to ask you on a date. <laughs> Yes, I only have one eye, but it's for looking at you better. <laughs> Baby. Baby. <laughs> now, let's spin one of these eyes over and take a closer look So, one, at your insides around <laughs> you. He could he could check her out from behind. I want to point that I out. Guess that, I guess that's or, his skill. Like, from the front, he could check her butt out, whatever. Um, Merman? Is either really dumb or really high, but when you look at his face, he's just kind of sitting there yeah. with like lids half closed, yeah. with his <laughs> mouth open, just. <laughs> I mean, what an idiot! He's just—he looks so stupid. <laughs> was this the first time we saw Panther? It was. It was the first time we saw Panther, Triclops, Merman, Trapjaw. But I don't think he actually introduced Panthor. Oh, he didn't. He like, didn't. He didn't call her Panthor or anything. Yeah. No. Though Panthor makes some hilarious faces. Oh yeah. In it, this, uh, it, just I. They had five different people animating Panthor right. five different ways, and only one of them got the note that it's a puma. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. One of them. No joke. Looks like Beetlejuice. And, and one of them was just like, can't we just use a purple cringer? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Skeletor explains the plan to his his motley crew, and we go to the to Eternia, the castle. We same see establishing the, shot. Same establishing <laughs> shot as the previous episode. And now we're watching Orko do a magic trick where he's going to make eggs fall into a glass. By removing a steel tray or something. Steel tray. And of course, Duncan is like, I don't like this. I don't like it. You're going to fuck it up again. You always fuck up and the eggs are going to end on me. This is one of the few times where I'm like, Duncan has a point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But everybody else is like, do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) Teal is like. Jesus Christ, Dad! Chill out. Yeah, easy, Duncan. Yeah, like, hey, hey, like, <laughs> the test results haven't come back yet. Just cut him some slack. <laughs> well, of course, the magic trick works, but sure. then it doesn't work because yeah. the metal tray cuts the rope to a chandelier, a chandelier yeah. which then falls on the tray of eggs, and of course eggs all over Duncan where he's like, you know, Orko 
And I just want to point this out. This always bothers me whenever I see this in cartoons. Egg yolk is not white until it's cooked. Mm. But whenever you see someone get hit with an egg, yeah. white yeah, it's yolk. A fully cooked, white, it's a fully cooked egg. Yeah, right. it's a fully cooked egg that's running down the person's head. It is or eternia. Whatever. They might have. You're yeah. right. They might have white eggs. chickens lay cooked eggs in eternity. <laughs> or well, this the egg whites are literally white. You know, I'd love to keep whatever. talking, but right now, trap jaws outside on a space jet ski <laughs> <laughs> and Cadbury cream eggs. Those are always white as well. You're, you know, that's a good point. Okay. Um, and what I love is that Tila looks out the window at trap jaw blowing up turrets left and right in his jet cycle. She looks out and she's like, "It's uh, it's one of." Skeletor's warriors. You know his name, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. You know Trapjaw's name. You, it's psychological not, warfare. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, this is not psychological warfare. You can't call him Beast Man, okay? He's not going to hear you. Just say like, hey guys, Trapjaw's outside shooting shit up on his jet ski. Yeah. Like, so this is the point where I go, so let me guess, this castle has no defenses? No, right. none. They just led anybody. Well, Matt, they have 10 soldiers. They have Tila and they have man at arms, Duncan. And they're usually Duncan. distracted by magic. Yeah. And they're all just sitting watching Orgo hit man at arms <laughs> with eggs. This is the worst kingdom. What does Eternia actually produce? <laughs> magic who, shows, guys. Who's working? <laughs> Seriously, who is working Orco. in Eternia? Orco. Orko is the only one who has a job, job. Yeah. and does it even poorly. Yeah. I guess Skeletor's job is to come up with plans to right. try to get Cla- Castle Grace. Oh, wait, and there's Burger King. <laughs> you're, you're correct. <laughs> oh, King Radner. Yeah, but I was like, why wasn't Trapjaw shot down? Why doesn't this place have any defenses? Why don't you just have simple missile batteries? I mean, maybe that's what he was shooting down, I guess. Right. But that's never established because they're just domes. It's just like, oh, hey, here's yeah. a stone dome that I'm going to shoot with my stupid jet cycle. Pew, pew. Yeah. All right. Hey. He, and, and also, he's totally riding it just like everyone else rides their stupid jet cycles. In a completely uncomfortable position, yeah. but sticking out. Like, would it kill you guys to have like a seat you could sit on? While- Think about it, though. It is the time. Uh, so this is like 83, 84, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. BMX. I mean, think of think about those seats that you would have like on your mongoose, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They weren't really designed for riding a lot. It was sure there was a saddle there, but you kind of wanted to have your ass off the saddle in case you're hitting turbulence, right? Well, that's. I mean, that's. A, that's I think they were kind of channeling that's a, that's that. A, that's a, that's they point, might have been, but here's my thought. I owned. Uh, I forgot what they were called, but they were like Ram Jets or something like that. The uh, the jet ski of the sky. I owned that, and when you, oh. <laughs> I was thinking like a BMX or something. Like no, 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 what no. Is this? no. The He Man toy uh-huh. <laughs> that they they are on display here, and He Man couldn't move his wrists. So they were just like always they they had the kung fu grip mm-hmm. so you could put a sword in their hand but you couldn't twist the ri- wrist so it didn't have that articulation. Mm-hmm. So the way that they actually sat on there is that you would put their hands, you know how there's no handlebars? Uh, there's just yeah. like holes in the side. Yeah. That is where their hands would go. Yeah. And because of that they would be leaning forward 
so their butt actually would be in the air. Oh my air. god, they did that because of the toys? Yes. Oh the, my god. <laughs> the knees didn't bend either, did they? No. No. Yeah. No. They're just kind of constantly in this kind of... Yeah, the hips pivoted, the arms... Uh, the arms were like uh, they weren't like the the ball and socket. They were more like hinge joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had like little rubber things on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I used to take the arms off and switch them all sure. the time. Yep. <laughs> um, the hips would not do that though. Don't do that. They're held together by like a hook on the inside. It was a rubber band. Yeah. The oh yeah right. It was a rubber band that was holding two metal hooks, mm-hmm. and if that thing came out. You were you had, was you had an ampu- you had an amputee. <laughs> yeah. That thing was broken forever. Yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry. Um Tila goes to King Radner, hey, can I get rid of Trapjaw? And it's like, fine. He-Man, or excuse me, Prince Adam goes, All right, Cringer, it's time for He-Man. And then you no, see he says, his- it's it's time for us to get out of here. Yeah. It's time for us to get out of here. And then we had this horrible moment. Where his dad goes, Burger King's all pissed. <laughs> he, I wish you were so. I wish you were more uh, princely. More like prince. I wish. I wish yeah. he. I that hope someday he acts more like a prince. Because I wrote down, King Radner is so <laughs> disappointed in Adam. <laughs> I am disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was. It was palpable. It was practically dripping off the screen how much he detests his son. Where it's like, no, I get it. I get it, Radner. I get it, King. Yeah. Again, late 83, Tila ends up running out, and it starts to occur to me. Tila looks a little bit Slave Leia. She does. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. 83? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. They shoot down Trapjaw pretty much no problem. They Uh, send out their 10 soldiers, and those 10 soldiers... Some or no, Tila is the one who shoots him down. Yep, they just send the, the ten soldiers out to fly around, I guess, and I don't know, do whatever, dick around, whatever Eternian soldiers do because they certainly don't protect the kingdom. Bait. So, so he's talking to Skeletor like, "Oh, she's too good. She's shooting me down." So, so he, they go down. So uh, Skeletor sees Trapjaw go down and is like, "Ah, that idiot to the castle." <laughs> Yeah, so Trapjaw was essentially just bait. Yeah. I don't think they told him he was bait. I think they told no, him no. he had a much more important role in all of this. So more disappearing, more diversions, bait. Every episode so Every far. Every episode <laughs> so far. <laughs> right, that's why we're flying through this. Yes. Um, uh, Tila's like, Ugh, Trapjaw, you're the worst. He-Man bends his arm. Well, no, no, no. We, we, we missed one very important part. Um, well, actually, we missed a couple important parts because <laughs> um, when she shoots him down, she puts her cycle down and she chases after him. And um, for one, he, we find out that apparently Trapjaw eats metal. Two, not only did Skeletor bring Merman and, and Triclops and all them, he also bought a bunch of evil robots. Yes, he did. Um, and apparently the forest just outside of Castle Eternia is full of wiener trees. Yes. Because yep. there were so many of them. Eternian dickweeds. Yeah, we had to, we had to pause it to make sure we didn't just see things 
No, <laughs> it's straight up these, Little Mermaid cock. It's these <laughs> these were circumcised penises. Yeah, there there was no denying it. They were. It. <laughs> I mean, just wieners you know, abound uh, in this. You know forest. when an animator tries to draw coral and instead just draws seven to ten dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, because that's right exactly after, what happened. Right after he had to animate a scene where a father was saying how disappointed, disappointed he was in his son. <laughs> <laughs> because he went to art school instead of into the army. That's, that's what happened. That is exactly what happened. All right. Yep. That's, Are we caught up? Yeah, yeah. I just I just wanted to I just wanted to point that out. I think I think that was a good point out. Um, cause, cause he man does bend. He's, he's trying to find the weapons and apparently, um, Trapjaw, the weapons that he makes for himself or that he buys online don't fit his stump very well. No, there's a lot of twist and, <laughs> and setting. And, and, and he's just like, Oh, this, this never fits right. Um, which is just, it's sad for, it makes me sad for Trapjaw. Cause it's like, how does the guy like, you know, I don't know, brush his teeth and shit. Like. I mean, granted, he's got the he's got like the one normal arm, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I just know that when He Man bends Trap Jaw's arm, Tila loves it. Like the face she makes. Oh yeah, she is, is like a, she is glistening at this point. She is like, please take me now. Yeah, please. <laughs> Uh, Launch bay doors are open, He-Man. Please <laughs> put me on the back of this very uncomfortable sky cycle <laughs> and give me the real sort of power, if you know what I mean. I'm talking and, and about for some reason. For some reason, though, He-Man, I, He-Man was having none of it. He said something like he had to he had to go check on something. He and then, figures out he's standing there and he's like, this was a diversion. I I smell beast, man. We better get back to the castle. Yeah. So they. Oh, oh Jesus. This is painful. Um, so they get back there. Um, but this is when the, <laughs> the king, the queen, Duncan, and uh, I think a few or no, no, there were no soldiers. It was just the, those three. Um, they're walking down the hall with Orko and a bird shows up. Yep. A, there's an orange bird just in the like, window. And you know, this bird just shows up and squawks, you know, once. And that's when Duncan like stops everybody. Like, oh, oh hey, hey, oh. That's hey. a sorceress. Hey. That's a sorceress. She's communicating with me telepathically. And he says it out loud, like telepathically. Yeah, and like he like enunciates and everything. Like this is Duncan is not fucking around. I think that Duncan is no longer in control of his vocabulary at this point because it's not just a bunch of uh and er. Uh. God, I hate Duncan. Um, <laughs> well, while the uh, uh, sorceress is talking to him, uh, Skeletor and his goons bust in. Well, and and he says Skeletor somewhere on the grounds, and that's when Skeletor is like, "Ha ha!" Breathing down your neck. <laughs> Uh, luckily for Skeletor, he's got the diamond ray of disappearance and he instantly disappears the sorceress. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, um, apparently 
Duncan has a lightsaber. I was just going to say that. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he pulls out this like handle and then suddenly there's a, a sword of, of cringer and he's holding it out and <laughs> Skeletor makes his sword disappear, which like to me would have been like case number one, jump out the goddamn window. Right. But mm, Duncan. So dur. Um, so yeah, it was a lightsaber that could see the, the diamond of disappearance. Oh, that's a good point. Because it's only something that I can see it that ends up disappearing. <laughs> Caw. <laughs> so, Sorceress disappears as a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, King Radnor, Queen... And... Um, Edora, I think. Edora, yeah. Uh, and then um, man Duncan yep. uh, disappear. That's it, man. Game over. Sorry. King, Queen, Man-at-Arms, they're all gone. What is Prince Adam gonna lead everybody? No one cares about Prince Adam. They only know he's a doofus. Yeah. He man tells Tila, go get Ram Man and anybody Stratos. else in Stratos. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we got we got some asses to kick. What I loved about Duncan's parting words. What kind of magic is this? <laughs> Does it matter? You're disappearing into another dimension. You're not coming back. You were almost a chill sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounded really close it, it, to, it, to Perry. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> um, so Tila runs off to get Stratos and Ram Man and, you know, whoever else she can find. Um, He-Man and Cringer, or I mean He-Man and Battlecat, sorry, go to Castle Grayskull. Yep. Because they see the robots, they know that uh, Eternity Attorney has been taken over, and Orko tells him, hey, everybody's gone. And he's like, I know what I need to do then. It is time to go to Castle Grey, his skull. And apparently, He-Man can just command the castle to do things. Because yeah, he says, he said, hey, I Alexa. command. <laughs> open the door. Okay, Google, open the door. <laughs> Though he said it with a little more authority. Well, I command did. the drawbridge open. He does the whole by the power of Grayskull, I command the drawbridge open. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot longer than Hey Alexa or Hey Cortana. Yeah. You know. Hey, digital assistant, open this door. It's exactly. like I mean, but it's just, this is all just a power move by He Man. I mean, come on. Yeah. He Man. Um, so door opens. He and Battlecat go in, and then the, the next five seconds or so is just He-Man walking around going, Sorceress! 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 Uh, please come to the glowing mirror. Yeah, like, I mean, come on, man. He-Man. Used to be the time portal? Yeah, yeah it was well, last no, the, week's the, time the portal. Time, the time portal was a lot bigger. That was not just a mirror. The same that frame, was like. Though. Then again, maybe they got no. Like, they didn't know they had IKEA they had they had the same thing. interior, in that that gl- glowing orange mm-hmm. stuff. Right. No, but I thought like the frame around it was kind of the same, same kind of a style. I think it was. I think it was square, wasn't it? Well, the the uh, the time portal was much larger and square with the orange, but it's the same ish thing. Yeah, it's it. There's no way to find out. I mean, they're 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 both dimensional portals. Right. That are plot devices to take somebody somewhere else where they have to <laughs> exactly. go rescue them. Exactly. So, so the sorceress goes, "Hey, He Man, 
Uh, that diamond, if you could crush it, that would be awesome. Yeah, just uh, just crush it. You know, or or smash it, or do anything you have to destroy this diamond. Because diamonds are really tough and hard to like. <laughs> All right, I I'm getting mad already. So- Skeletor shows up with his goons. They're trying to get into Castle Grayskull. They put a they put a uh, a grappling hook. grappling hook on the gate. Skeletor does some magic shit. The drawbridge falls, and who's there? He Man Battle Cat. Yep, you know it. And he uh, he just lur- like hurls a bunch of insults. You know, he, he makes fun of Beastman for having a furry face. Yep. Makes fun of Merman <laughs> for smelling funny. Makes fun of Trapjaw for being an amputee. Where it's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. Ram going man. a bit too far. Ram Man shows up for the first time with Tila and Stratos. And too. just just destroys some robots. Yep. And they even give Ram Man the <gasps> boing sound. Yeah. Because yeah. his legs are spring. Well, and, and also, apparently when you hit things in Eternia the laws of physics just kind of take a vacation because he hits the one and the the rest of them are still coming forward. The one in front has stopped. Yep. And all of them just keep running into it. It doesn't move. It has stopped. Right. It is now at a fixed point in the universe and everything else is just running into it, smushing and, and flying into Bits and screws and springs and shit made me mad. So after after all the robots are done, um, that's when Merman is like nuts to this. I'm rushing him. Gets his stupid looking sword, rushes at He Man. Not a good idea. He Man easily disarms him, swings him around, and says, "Have fun swimming in mud." Yep. Like he, uh, by he's the a way, fucking fish ooh, guy, man. Shit he can burn. Yeah, yeah. Like he can. He lives in mud. You idiot. By the way, Merman should have learned because he just watched Beast Man get thrown on a hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bone hook. And then uh, Stratos is like, "Oh, look in the mountains. Evil Lynn's favorite place to be. Huh. Uh, let me wrap her up in her cape. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be super fun. No problem, man. No problem." Uh, all right. Well, it's time for me and uh, Triclops to fight each other, I guess. I don't know if I would call that fighting each other so much as. Well, I mean, Orko spins his eyes around <laughs> and that seems to really just defeat Triclops right there. <laughs> well, yeah. but before he did that, though, Triclops was just kind of hugging the back He-Man. of He-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of, well, kind of hugging him. But he, <laughs> no joke. He had his hand around He-Man's throat. <laughs> he did. He, he did. totally did. And He-Man, He-Man looked close. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was almost and, to mean, completion. <laughs> he was. And it's like, look, man, whatever you're into, that's fine. But don't, don't, don't keep acting like that's not your thing. Right. Okay. You like to roll around with Beast Man. Hey, man. Like, I mean, I think Evil Lynn will have a problem with that, but whatever. Triclops, he can see you coming and going, man. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm done does it, for the rest does of Does Skeletor even fight He-Man in this episode? <laughs> I, 
Um, shit. I'm sure he does, but like, He Man's like, get out of here, Joker. Well, I know that uh, Battle Cat fights Panthor. Oh yeah, yeah, Battle Cat. <laughs> I think Battle Cat just like lightly kicks Panthor, and Panthor rolls over. Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm, done, right, I'm, I'm done, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, oh yeah, all right. Yeah, He Man knocks the diamond. Of disappearance out of Skeletor's hands. hands. And then he go and he picks it up and he's trying to crush it with his hands. Yep. And well, it falls in between a crack in the mountain. I so guess something. Yeah. Something and then like he man pushes a mountain apart to get it. He gets he, it and he has it in his hands because he can't see it now and he's trying to crush it. But for some reason, even though he can't see it because it's in his hands, he starts to kind of fade in and out. Yep. And so he's sitting there and he's trying to crush and trying to crush. Um, you know what? what's probably pretty hard to crush is a diamond because a diamond is extremely hard. Yep. But if you like put a rock in between like the diamond and another rock and smashed it, well, I think you probably have a bit more luck. Most powerful man in the universe. Yeah, but uh, he almost disappeared. He almost fully disappeared because he's a dummy. Well, um, also, Skeletor does throw the most useless weapon at him. He's like, ah, handle this. And makes a rock monster that He-Man busts with one punch. Yeah. Yeah. Just. So while he does that and then He-Man punches it, Skeletor can now easily kill the royal family. Right. Can do it. And he's got, like, Beastman is now down from his hook. Merman is probably still swimming in mud. I'm yeah, of course lie. he is. Yeah. I mean, um, but, like, Triclops has probably regained his, his composure. Well, he could this- probably do something about it now. Trapjaw, well, he probably still has a bent arm wiener. But, I mean, <laughs> like, he could probably, like, I don't know. Like, they're all really great at watching He-Man do things instead yeah. of killing He-Man. Or, or the royal family. Tila's just standing there. Orko's just standing there. Watching well, they're, tr- they're kind of saying sort of encouraging words to He-Man. Like, uh, you, you can do it, but don't disappear. <laughs> like, thanks, Tila. That was great advice. Ugh. So he eventually crushes it. Everybody, you know, had reappeared and, and just. And that's the whole episode. They they show back up at. at Castle Grace. Or oh, no, a, 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 the palace. Yeah, the palace. Thank you. Um, and everybody's there but Prince Adam. And King Radnor, once again, is just like, where's my where's my douchebag son? Where's my idiot Why isn't he here? What, is he ever going to be on time? And Tila's like, oh, I heard from one of the soldiers that he's on his way. Um, and oh. he found your royal chariot. And they're all like, oh, wow. He's like he's showing responsibility. That's great. That's great. Well, there's good news and bad news. Good news, he found it. Bad news, he kind of broke the navigation. And then he crashes through the wall. And, like, now the chariot's fucked up. It's not just lost. It's fucked up. And everyone's just like, oh, you. And, oh, God. Just, fuck. <laughs> and then- that, and that, was, that was it. Basically, everyone's just like, oh, Adam. And the Will king's mad for a up. second until Orko's like, don't worry about it, baby. <laughs> the king's like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah. and then and then it cuts to uh, our message, uh, our, our, our lesson. lesson, our lesson for the day. 
Um, uh, what? No, what did you think? I said it was like, so this episode was so dumb <laughs> that like <laughs> if, if the message was don't do drugs, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if it was don't emulate anybody in this show, it would have mm-hmm. would have been equally as plausible. But no, it was um, apparently the diamond ray is a metaphor for shortcuts and Skeletor is taking shortcuts to the kingdom to, to being king of Eternia by using the diamond ray of disappearance to make the royal family disappear. And if people come to you with easy solutions, don't take them. Do it because, the right way. Because the right way is the best way Eternia Uberalis. <laughs> yeah, I read it as um, it's, it's technically the early 80s. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The American auto industry is on its heels. Um, Japanese. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Japanese quality uh, engineering starts to come about, and there's resistance to that. And, yep, and yep, essentially, yep, yep, yep. they're saying, don't look for efficiencies, just make larger cars. <laughs> made out of solid iron. <laughs> exactly. Um, Put lead everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't look for efficiencies. Efficiencies are bad. Um, um, those are shortcuts. Um, that's un-American. Mm-hmm. That's how I read it. He man, <laughs> that's one to grow on. Uh, that's the episode. You know what? Let's take a little break. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back with more matters of the universe after, after this. this. Who are you? I'm many faces with the power to change from man to robot to monster. Oh no! He man. He man. <laughs> Welcome back to Matters of the Universe, where two guys named Matt discuss the seminal 80s cartoon Masters of the Universe. Today we have a very special guest joining us, an instrumental member of the Attorney in Court and a close personal friend to He-Man, Cringer. Welcome, Cringer. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Thanks for coming on the show. Let's get right down to business, Cringer. Why are you so afraid? Oh, well, hold up. Let me just start off by saying that's total misrepresentation. I'm not afraid of everything, okay? So it's not even remotely true. Here's the thing. You can't walk 10 feet in Eternia without getting attacked by something. Villains, monsters, evil robots. It's just a fact of life there. I think if anyone else was subject to some of the stuff I had to deal with on a daily basis, they'd go nuts. You try to take a nap under a big shady tree in a court, a ground squid tries to eat you. You try to have a relaxing dinner with the rest of the court, Orko drops a big goddamn egg on your head. And don't even get me started on constantly being hit with a bolt of lightning. Yeah, we were talking about that a few weeks ago. Can you uh, can you walk us through the transformation to Battle Cat? Oh, it's miserable. Most of the time, I don't even get a warning. He-Man just points that goddamn sword at me and zap! In the beginning, he always warned me. He was like, brace yourself. Now he just points and shoots. No warning, no heads up. Sometimes I think he just does it to be a dick. How so? Well, last week 
He transformed me into Battle Cat just so he could ride me to Taco Bell. <laughs> and he didn't get me any food. That sounds rough. The part that's really rough is when Prince Adam forgets the words to turn into He-Man. Sometimes he messes up a few times and everyone has to wait around until he gets it right. He'll just be sitting there holding his sword up in the air looking like a total dope. There's one time he forgot the words and Skeletor had to walk him through it. It took like an hour. That's actually how I got to be friends with Triclops. You're friends with Triclops? Well, yeah. Just because He-Man and Skeletor have beef doesn't mean the rest of us have to. Shit, I was at Beastman and Evil Lynn's wedding. Beautiful ceremony. Skeletor officiated. Really? Skeletor? Yeah, I guess you could register online to be a minister with the Universal Life Ministry or something. It only cost him a few bucks. But shit, now he can marry anyone. Anyway, yeah, Triclops is a pretty cool guy. Good cook. Like, he should open his own restaurant. He's that good. Really? Oh, yeah. He had originally applied to be the court chef for King Radnor, but they took too long making an offer, so he went with Skeletor. You know, for all of his faults, Skeletor pays pretty well. Gives great benefits, too. Like, they have three weeks vacation as soon as they start. That doesn't even include sick time or a floating holiday. And they get a match in 403B, too. It's nuts. What? So how do you feel that being named Cringer informed the cat you grew up to be? Okay, here's the thing. Cringer isn't even my real name. I mean, it is. But it isn't. My name is actually Dave. Dave Kringer. Kringer. K-R-I-N-G-E-R. The only reason I'm called Cringer is because Duncan's an idiot, and that's what he called me during my interview. Duncan is in Man at Arms? Yeah, Man at Arms. What a clown. He calls the attorney in public library the library. <laughs> library, Matt. Think about that for a second. This is the guy that's tasked with creating the tech that keeps the royal family, and by proxy of them, all of attorney is safe. And he can't even pronounce library. The only time I ever saw him with an actual book was the novelization of the Fast and the Furious movies. He read them more than once, too. It was funny. He'd be reading it on his lunch break. He'd give a few scenes, close the book, and mouth... Whoa. Kind of just sit there, <laughs> staring off into space for a minute or two. Then he'd go back to mouthing the words while he read. He was like way into those movies. After the first one had just come out, he tried fitting a tack track with nitrous oxide. He ended up blowing out the engine. It was pretty funny. But then we had to ride those stupid air jets around until we could get a qualified mechanic to come fix it. He kept blaming it on Skeletor. Let's face it, Skeletor might be a lot of things, but he isn't dumb enough to put a nitrous tank on a minivan with tank treads. Nitrous oxide? But don't you guys have, like, spaceships and stuff? Yeah, I know, right? He kept calling it NOS, too. He'd say, like, I hooked up one of the jet cycles with NOS. That be smokes now. Smokes, Matt. He said the word smokes. What? What we didn't tell people was 
once he got on that jet cycle, it shot out right in front of him between his legs and it crashed into a tree. Stratos and I used to laugh about that all the time. So, are you and Skeletor's cat Panther related? That's just ignorant, Matt. Just because we're big talking cats doesn't mean we're related. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, he's my second cousin on my dad's side. But still, you shouldn't make assumptions like that. I'm sorry. So, I've detected a little animosity between you and Man at Arms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But no one always gets along with all their co-workers. Is there a reason, or do the two of you just not click? It's pretty simple. Duncan is a selfish and inconsiderate. He only cares about himself. He's forgotten my birthday for the past three years. That's like missing the past 21 birthdays for a human. That's some bullshit right there. Last year, I even made him a cake. I'm a fucking cat. I do not have thumbs. I mean, I had Triclops help me. That is true, but... Well, that was that was very nice of you. Do you know what that sack of crap did? He fed the cake to his dog. He got all passive aggressive about the cake, saying, "Oh, how thoughtful! Oh, you made the cake for a diabetic. Yeah, if you cared so much about your diabetes, you wouldn't be drinking whiskey out of a wine goblet, Duncan." How do you know he fed it to his dog? Oh, easy. The next day, I saw Walter, his dog, in the hallway. Walter's nice enough, so when I see him, we'll chat for a bit. He mentioned the cake Duncan had brought home that night before, and I kind of freaked out. Not only did Duncan not eat the cake I made, he gave a chocolate cake to his dog and then forgot his dog can talk. (laughs) Seriously, fuck that guy. What a dick. (laughs) Uh, Well, I think that's where uh, where we'll have to end it for today. Um... Uh, Dave, thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks. It was a pleasure. This is great. Uh, we'll be back with more Matters of the Universe after this. Crap jaw, battle cat, and He Man each sold separately, straight not included. That fuck won't stop He Man. And Crapsaw will use his vicious claw. Still no contact. And Crapsaw will use his wicked laser. Even a one arm army can't stop He Man and Battle Cat. You win this coin, He Man. Crap jaw figure from the Masters of the Universe collection. He Man and Battle Cat figures each sold separately. From Mattel. Welcome back to Matters. Matt, that was a great interview. I, nice Dave, job, Matt. Dave was fascinating. How did he fit in Matters' studio? I don't know. He's here. I, I, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's wrap this episode up. Um, to get in contact with the show, it is Matters Pod on Twitter or on Facebook. I'm at Matt Noss on Twitter. I am at Karate Dracula. At Eric Hankey. That is correct. Um Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Matters of the Universe. Uh, We'll see you on the next episode of Matters. Matters.